welcome. Everything is fine. This is a good place podcast. Brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hello. And this is Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We come at you every Monday with an episode of our episode for an episode of their episodes, trying to catch up. So we're on track to premiere with them September 27th or thereafter for the season premiere of season three, where we get to talk about this stuff brand new with fresh eyes for you guys. And for those who are rabid and avid listeners, this is actually episode number two of this Monday. Woo! What an what? exciting time. We're dropping double episodes on y'all just to catch up. <laughs> uh. So if you really love us that much, you're probably already on our Facebook discussion group. But if you're not, go to Facebook. Search everything is fine up top, and we uh, discuss the week's topics right there, and you can join in, and it'll be even more fun once season three begins. You can also find us on Instagram at Everything Is Fine Podcast, and since we're part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network, you can find at Nerdy Things Pod on all social medias that exist in humankind, as well as www.nerdythingspod.com. Hey guys! Hooray! Hey, we're back. Two episodes. Same, double episode. same boys, double, epi- double episode, double episode bonanza. Fiesta. This is like a, it's like an episode Whopper. Does the Whopper <laughs> have two, two burgers, or is it the Big Mac that has two burgers, or do they both have two burgers? I've never ordered either, so I don't. We're dropping know. a McDouble on y'all. We're, okay, McDouble. There you go. That's we know that one for sure. <laughs> it's a for sure McDouble. The other two are questionable. A double bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's. <laughs> Sure. Anyways, guys, last <laughs> week, last week, um, last week, Janet found out that she was in love with Jason and she needed to get over Jason and she got some sage like advice from our resident, uh, you know, wisdom giver in Eleanor. And that was to get drunk and get some. But guys, what what advice would you give Janet? Because Janet's not a regular human. Janet's not a robot. She's like, isn't that a Britney Spears song? Not, still not a girl, but not, not a, robot. a robot. Yeah, yeah. That was a Something couple like albums okay. back. That was in her youth. Yeah, right after wow. Hit Me I wonder Baby. If she's a robot. Yet. Yeah. Oh, she, definitely. She was, she was not quite a not quite a girl. Not quite a robot. She's been so doing guys, the Las Vegas run. Oh yeah, she's a robot. Okay. She, she's now she's a robot. Yeah, she's been doing a lot of shows, and I think she's got some work done. But she looks great. Okay, I think so, what happened yeah. was in that whole meltdown in 2007 when she shaved her head, mm-hmm. the real Britney Spears actually died. Though, the, the human being that's actually <laughs> created a positive image and and like raised children and stuff, that's just a robot. That's the one that we're living with right now. That's Isn't fair. that the conspiracy that's theory fair. for Avril Lavigne? I think. And Taylor Swift's theory for Eminem as well. Taylor Swift is a clone of okay. the high priestess of the yeah, devil. Yeah. Satan I knew Church. that, but there's another conspiracy theory. I don't know. Am Anyways, real? guys, how would you tell Janet to get over Jason? How would you tell what, what, what advice would you give her? Go home, run an antivirus, download <laughs> some porn on yourself, and just. That's it. Kevin, she's Download not a robot. Porn on yourself? How does that work? Well, she's a robot. Yeah. Just get like a bunch of pictures and. Uh, 
Don't okay, ask. never mind. Don't Too tell. far. Uh, so you went robot. I would say try something a little more human because, like now, especially in this episode, we're getting a whole lot of human Janet, like human emotions. We get her interacting a lot more. Comparatively, I rem- I thought back during this episode, like to when we first saw her. She's totally different and so much more of a character and a human, and it's kind of fantastic. So I would say. Do something really human and uh, find a hobby or find a hundred because she is still part robot or whatever. So she can do everything within a millisecond. But find do all of the hobbies. Go bowling, go golfing, start knitting, catch up on a bunch of movies. Do all of that stuff. You can do it in 10 minutes, probably. Just a bunch of hobbies. Get your mind off it. So your, your advice is just occupy your mind. Sure. Yeah, that's like a human thing to do. So, and she's been seeing seeming more human. I like the idea though of the magnets. I think, (laughs) you know, maybe she (laughs) could like wean herself off. Start with a larger magnet, really just get blasted, and then she could start to walk around with like tiny little magnets. You know, like little fridge magnets. Just oh Oh my god, I I can just picture her like cracked out on magnets on the street with a, a ratty cardboard box sign that's like. You know, we'll do inappropriate acts for magnets. <laughs> yeah, for a positive pull or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. No. Man, remember when, when Janet built this whole neighborhood? Look at her now. Just sitting <laughs> on the corner. All right. Whatever she out. can to get, get yeah. her hold of some magnets. Oh, God. I'll give you a good time. Just give me a magnetic field. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a little weird. Okay, so yeah, maybe not the best advice. I'd go with Jules. Jules, Jules, Jules had the best advice this time. I was just leading someone down the gateway to addiction. That was bad of me. But this, this is the whole thing here. We're not quite in the good place, not quite in the bad place. Just like Britney Spears. Anyways, <laughs> news topic this week. Not really much for discussion, but Ted Danson gave an interview uh, because they were talking to the nominees for Best Actor for the Emmys this year. And he said his favorite thing about the show is something that we've talked about a bunch of times. And it's cool that the cast, I think, realizes that this is a component of their success, that the show is just all about being good and understanding your consequences of your actions. And he just loves the fact that the show is promoting whether the character is exhibited all the time or not, just promoting positive actions. And that if you do positive things that, you know, conceivably good things will come your way because, you know, you're just involved in good stuff instead of involving yourself in bad stuff like magnets. Sure. And I did not think at all that I would learn as much as I've learned about like moral philosophy or ideas about choosing different options or anything like that. Like the whole philosophy behind this show is way more than I ever thought it would be. And I was like, oh, I'm actually kind of learning some ideas and concepts and it's making me think outside of the show and whoa this is cool but it's super funny too and it's super positive well clearly it's not doing a good enough job because jules uh elected to kill myself and kevin last week as part of the trolley problem but it's the power rangers i can bring you back to life maybe they don't have that that is definitely not how that works maybe in my best janet impression no i'm dead Anyways, guys, I should try. That, brings, that brings us to what we all came here for, not the episode discussion. No, we're not there yet. It's for out of context quotes of the week. Jules, kick it off. 
I'll start it with a question. Quick question. How do ethical philosophers feel about murder? Uh, girl, you are a messy bench that loves drama, and I am into it. I think I've said that one once or twice. <laughs> um, I think you mean bad news bear? <laughs> I That's love that one. My three. God, I love him. Uh, so I have... We're so in sync. We're finishing each other's Derek. <laughs> oh, that old saying. Yep. <laughs> uh, what if you? The reason you want to murder someone is to make your life easier. That's okay, Dang. right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, good, Bob. I hope we same place again very now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Derek brings uh, a whole new then, level of quotes to this thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have. I have one more. And it's, you're the one that gave me wind chimes instead of a penis, Janet. <laughs> man. Oh, man. The ceremony will be private, but we think it would be dope if you biznatches would come and get turned up with us afterwards. Hani <laughs> <laughs> wrote that, yeah? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Chidi, I'm working with the doc doctrine of not being completely effed. I don't really observe the passage of time, but I use it as lotion. How? What does that mean? Oh, I don't I even know. And that has been Out of Context Quotes of the Week. Kevin, will you give us a synopsis of this wild and wacky episode, please? Derek? All right. So Derek and Janet are fighting. <laughs> Janet is freaking out because she's still in love with Jason and he's going to marry Tahani for some reason. And Michael and the gang try to rationalize stopping the wedding but, you know, ethically, uh, Janet, Janet finally uh, comes to grips and deals with it. Eleanor gives her finally good advice. And at the end, they decide to retire J Derek. And uh, then Michael walks in and sees Sean at his desk and Fremulon. Uh, wah, wah, wah. What? Yeah. So Michael is insistent that Janet get rid of Derek. And she's like, no, Derek's mine. I made him. Eleanor told me to go out and find a rebound guy. I couldn't find one, so I made one. Oh, Solid boy. logic. <laughs> she created a human that's sort of functional, except with wind chimes in the areas. Like, what? She can... She... I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to happen. Like, she has too much power. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go mad with power sometime soon i'm she's gonna call it definitely right now. gonna go mad with power but okay. michael thinks that one thing that we need to do at least in the time being is remove jason as a component right now it's it's a little bit too risky to have jason around so he shows up at tahani's house i'm still calling it tahani's house but <laughs> they're watching tv and tahani explains to michael that jason has made her watch this horror film about two ex-cons that torture a young child God. in a house oh. and it's home alone <laughs> of course <laughs> i love but, like how they're trying to get into e into each other's things like this whole episode pretty much and that's like the first instance like she's kind of being okay with jason like i want to i want to know what you like and i want to know more about you and they're watching home alone and she doesn't entirely get it and that's okay it's really funny it's definitely a nice uh 
outside in look at Home Alone, though, which is a beloved family classic, but really <laughs> pretty conspicuous if you sure. if you look down to the to the roots of it. But Michael goes, yeah. all right, guys, that's great. Um, but I've packed some bags for you, and I love how there's a Jaguars bag there. We're gonna send you on a couples retreat. So have fun, bye bye, and off they go. There's a Meanwhile, Jaguars bag, and he's wearing like a Jaguars jersey. Pretty yeah. much the whole time. And that's fantastic. I saw on the, uh, if you go all the way back on their Instagram, uh, the good place, they have like their stories set up so you can go back and watch all their stories. If you go all the way to the right, uh, what's the actor's name? Manny? Manny. Yeah. Yeah. He actually went to a Jaguars game and they, there's like a whole bunch of Insta stories about that. And it was really <laughs> hilarious. So that's pretty cool. Just a side note. Nice. Getting into the, the Jaguars in real life. Not a yeah, good move, uh, sports fans. Just throwing it <laughs> out there. Um, meanwhile, Eleanor is watching the tape of her and Chidi, which apparently she does a lot because when she shuts it off Jay, uh, and Chidi comes in, he's like, what are you doing? Oh, watching Cannonball Run 2 again? <laughs> so this is kind of a thing with her. This is on her mind. Very interesting. <sighs> Do you think she like yeah. she wants to feel that? I don't know if she I I think she's fascinated by it because she can't imagine a, a scenario where either of them would react the way they did in that. But I think that that fixation is leading her to believe she can be a better person than she is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that Kevin where she's just thinking this was so authentic and so genuine, but in what planet or what world or what reality yeah. did this happen with either of us? Well, in, in quite a few of the reboots, <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of the reboots had that happen. And that's that's really funny. And there was a tapes of all those. Yeah. That we don't get to see. So, yeah, because it happened on yep. like, what, 10 occasions, but 19 separate times, something like that. Yeah. I forget what the math <laughs> is. But Michael comes in and starts asking questions about murder. And they're very specific <laughs> questions about murder and the ethics of murder. And Chidi is kind of confused, I think, as to why he has to continually explain that murder is bad, regardless of your selfish motives. But yeah, Michael explains the murder thing with Derek because there he is. Oh, God. Oh, boy. So Tahani is teaching Jason to play croquet because <laughs> why not? And then oh, God. in typical Jason fashion, he teaches her to play hit the croquet ball out of a champagne glass, Happy Gilmore style into the trees. As far as you can. And she surprised me by actually not only doing it, but hitting it better than I thought she, she would. Yeah. did. She's really yeah. good. He seemed surprised. <laughs> I, I love this. I yeah. surprised about that. <laughs> and they're getting drunk on champagne. Then they're hitting the croquet ball into the champagne glass stack. I mean, this is quite clear that while this is not what Tahani had in mind, that she's having a good time. Jason's having a good time. They're having a blast together right now. Yeah. Like that's, it's really nice to see that where she's, I guess, being herself or letting it out or letting herself outside of Tahani like you know what I mean so like if you think about Tahani like maybe she always thinks she has to be at this certain level of like you know being nice and and being well put together but then now for once in her life or once in her afterlife she can be <laughs> whatever she wants and just hit croquet balls for no reason into champagne glasses and she's having a good time that's cool 
Yeah. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for Wild Tahani. I love mm-hmm. Wild Tahani. One of my favorite characters. <laughs> uh, and uh, the only thing I'm a little disappointed in, because we did see it once before, they're definitely drinking a lot of champagne. We didn't get to see it enough of drunk Tahani in this particular sequence. No, that would have been good. Okay. All right. Cause, I'll give you that. Drunk Tahani was hilarious. But, anyways, Michael, Eleanor, and Chidi continue to discuss the merits of killing Derek. Michael wants Jason to come uh, to come clean about his past with Janet. Chidi explains that keeping secrets is not exactly lying. Eleanor, peeking down at the Cannonball Run 2 VHS tape, seems pretty relieved by this revelation. It's very com- all of what happens in this episode is very complicated. There's there's no straight lines. It, it's we're really trying to justify a lot of different things in ways that. Chidi has not allowed people to justify them before. So this is an intriguing conversation to me because he is giving moral reasons for things that you would feel would be less cut and dry or more cut and dry in terms of their morality. Like lying is bad. Keeping secrets is lying. So on and so forth. It's an interest. It's an interesting episode in that way. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about all these other complex things. And, and again, like this further shows that, this show is teaching a lot about moral philosophy or the ideas behind what makes us human way more than I ever thought it would. And it dives deep into all these questions and stuff and gives answers. And I'm like, what? And then it has a, a fun little sequence with all these different characters. And it's like, oh, I'm kind of learning some stuff. Nice. Noise. Noise. Meanwhile... Tahani and Jason are talking with each other about their past, and Tahani's explaining her education, how, you know, it was very highbrow and all that kind of stuff, and and she's never asked uh, Jason where he was educated, and he explains that he was educated on a bunch of tugboats that were stringed together, not in the water, but- Didn't you get seasick? In a junkyard. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was what Leonard Skinner High, oh, yes, yeah. Leonard Skinner High School, and that um, they really spent most of their time just selling dirty magazines door to door. And while this sounds terrible, Tahani <sighs> admits that she's really just jealous that she didn't have a friend to goof around with. To which Jason says, "Well, I can be your friend or your husband." Wow! Because Jason bum, bum, really bum. just wants to get married. That's just, this is the, the other thing I'm learning from this episode. Jason dates someone, and right away he's like, "Let's get married." There's no courtship process for him. It is, "I like you, you like me, let's get married." I'm like. I yeah I'm trying to understand like why does he like I don't know does he think that's what you're supposed to do does he not know I don't think think he's ever had sort of a connection with somebody (laughs) somebody (laughs) that he actually likes or he's never done the sex so uh, come on I don't know he's just like well what's next what's the uh, let's get married but he's enthusiastic about everything. Sure. He wants to be in a relationship. What's the next step? Marriage. What's the next step after that? I'm sure he's going to want to get her pregnant. Like he just wants that next thing because that's Jason. Jason is enthusiasm in human form. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that then Derek has that very too. poignant. <laughs> yes. Derek has that. Derek is not so much right? enthusiasm as he is chaos. Okay. <laughs> that's yes. more chaotic. And- yeah. And that that comes into play where we see Janet and Derek fighting. And it is, to use a British word, a row. Like I haven't seen yeah. them in a while. That's so, it's so good because we've seen them 
pop in and out, pop in and out, and you know they're just in the void and they're like in this infinite space and just doing whatever. And then they pop back and they're just going pop, at pop. it. Like I've never seen Janet like that. And I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Like what? She's she's like a human. It's not my fault you gave me wind chimes instead of a penis. <laughs> Right? They're just fighting about everything. And this shows you what happens when relationships do move too fast because they definitely shouldn't be moved in together yet. Problem is, there's no other place to put Derek. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that is really how this fight ends up being resolved because uh, she... Derek is supposed to go back to the void. She tells him it's her void and that he's not welcome there. So he's like, fine. And they both poof, go someplace else. (laughs) Michael is not happy about this because we don't know where Derek is. And... Eleanor says, yeah, we're pretty much forked, aren't we? (laughs) Pretty much. You've got literally the biggest loose cannon to ever come out of this whole mess that they've been trying to keep secret. And you don't know where he is right now. Because apparently he has some Janet powers. He has something. He can go in and out of the void, obviously. But he can move around areas. He can move around in the good place. He can teleport. Yeah. You You don't know what those wind chimes can do, man. Well, she says at the end that he has some of her, like, knowledge that she imparted on him, and that's why they're making out and the wind chimes come in. Sure. So he's he's part of her. Like, she took one of her ribs or something, Adam and Eve style, and made Derek. Huh. That's not a I'm good story. <laughs> that's not no. a good story to tell. Yeah, so it's weird. The whole Janet, because she at one point he says that she created him, and... So he's like her mom, but they're definitely together. Together. (laughs) Anyways, um, back to Jason and Tahani. Uh, Tahani says, why on earth would I marry you? Um, Well, first off, we're not on earth. Greatest comeback in an argument ever. Yeah, I would have been like, all right, wife me up. Jeez, you got me. (laughs) There we go. Got me good. And then he basically says the one thing that I think every other significant other wants to hear. He says, I just promise to be nice to you forever. Dang. If it was that easy. How can she say no to that? Right in the heart, man. (laughs) He has a way with words. (laughs) They're pretty excited about it. So they call Janet, obviously, because that's what you have to do. And Janet's a blubbering mess. We have really seen Janet go from perfect robot lady to I have the ability to feel, to now she's just a ball of emotion. It's so good. I love it. She's, she's devolving she's, into humanity really quickly. Let's put it yeah, that way. Yeah, that's pretty much all of it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it all down. <laughs> scary. So then we find Derek in a tree. Of Janet course. Janet shows up with the wedding invitations. Uh, Derek and Janet disappear. Chidi explains... Uh, that in order to kind of go about this situation they want to, you have to have the right motivation to tell the thing that you want to tell. Like, you can't tell Jason just to stop Janet. You have to do it because you think it's better for Jason. And then, of course, wink, wink, wink. Winking is bad! (laughs) Eleanor, you shouldn't be winking either. Because that implies that there's improper motivation, which implies that they didn't listen to a word that Chidi just said. All they were doing was asking for permission. And this happens too much, in my opinion. Really, they go to Chidi with complex moral philosophy questions only to seek what is his permission to do something, whether they agree with the rightness or wrongness of it or not. 
Right, but Chidi gives such a Chidi answer. Chidi gives an answer that only works on Chidi. It's like you have your motivations have to be pure. That's not how they're going to interpret no. it. They're going to be coming up with rationalizations on why this works. Wink. Like that's yeah. that does not work <laughs> with my the friend. same motivations as always, but just trying to rationalize it. Wink, 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 wink. Again. <laughs> well, meanwhile, it's the wedding. Janet's there. It's the craziest vows ever. And Michael shows up just in time. Eleanor is so excited just to be part of the process because she's always wanted to stop a wedding in a situation like this. And Michael goes to explain to Jason the whole Janet thing. But because of ethics, he finds himself himself incapable of actually doing it. Chidi is all up in Michael's head right now. So apparently I was wrong. At least Michael was actually listening, even though he was really just looking for permission. When he gets down to it, he's like, oh, crap. I had to understand that shirt that came out of his mouth. <laughs> Sure, and that's like a, a a slight change in Michael's character too. Like he's actually listening to Chidi, and and it's actually getting to him a little bit, if not to just stop him in this one instance. So it's like, okay, I can see where Michael could be on the right track, right? And Tahani looked really good in her wedding dress, and of course, Jason had a Jaguars jersey underneath his tux. <laughs> So Eleanor kind of yep. explains the whole deal that, you know, at one point, Jason and Janet were married, so on and so forth. This creates total chaos. Eleanor suggests that Michael just reboot all of them. And uh, this is another thing that I liked for Michael here. He says, no, no, they've come too far. He can't. As a, cl as a collective group, this, this version, they've come too far. They can't turn back now. They have to forge forward with whatever they can do to salvage this plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so Eleanor yeah. and uh, I'm sorry, Janet and Derek fight after Michael can't reboot them. Um, Eleanor and Janet talk it out. She thought uh, it was just a schoolgirl crush, but there's there's real feelings for for Jason. So that just finding uh, Derek was not really the right uh, situation to 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 get over it because it was more complex than than all that so janet and derek make out because that's how you transfer information and <laughs> then the wind chimes start playing and eleanor warns everybody do not look we heard the wind chimes i will watch but you guys you turn the other way <laughs> what the heck is going on right now he had just said that she was his mom and now they're making out and wind chimes are flowing i this whole scene is a little bit much for me yeah. I mean, I think the wind chimes are a metaphor. I think he just has multiple dongs. Oh, oh gosh. that's better. But they that's, made a wind yeah. chime. That's noise. my takeaway. That's they my make, they well, make a noise. You know what? That guy has so much confidence. He's got big brass balls. That's all it is. <laughs> He's making got out uh, is, is big, the big chime term. energy. BCE. Big chime energy. <gasps> big chime oh, energy. That's, that's it. Hashtag. hashtag on the Facebook group right now, please. <laughs> big time energy um but making out is the the light word for it they were there was a lot of legs some heavy, in there, some heavy petting hands everywhere jeez that's right but she decides she realizes that she's gotta kill derek and uh goodbye derek he's in a casket and derek? from the moment i made you everyone wanted me to kill you and now that I am, and he says, goodbye, mommy wife, which is the oh, creepiest God. thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, 
It is. And we have a cute little scene He's the best. between Tahani and Jason where they're just kind of admitting that they really love each other and, and need to be there for each other, even though Jason was previously in love with the Janet. Uh, that doesn't matter anymore. But then yep. Eleanor admits that she's been keeping a secret, but she says ethically she doesn't have to tell him. But of course, you know, this is going to drive Chidi up a wall. And of course, yeah. you know, Eleanor knows this is going to drive Chidi up a wall, <laughs> which is going to make her show him. So she shows him the tape and Chidi is pretty much reacting in exactly the way that you would expect him to react to this situation. Well, yeah. Like, what do you do when you see yourself being so doing something that you never thought was possible he says i've never been so sure about anything in my life and it just kind of mm-hmm. came out and i bet you he's thinking like how did i get there what is this what you know why eleanor <laughs> why her like he's thinking all these things and it's it's probably like a little overload for him and the interesting thing is as definitive as he was about that when eleanor asks him do you feel that way this time? He doesn't really hesitate a whole lot where he just apologizes and says, no, I don't really think I'm feeling that way this time. But he doesn't acknowledge that. He was pretty definitive in that answer, which is which intrigues me. Obviously, Eleanor comes back and says, well, I don't, I don't feel that way either, but it seems a little defensive. So I don't know that I believe Eleanor, but with Chidi, I, I pretty much believed what he was laying down there. Yeah, I think Eleanor, because she's been watching it, like, we don't know how long or how many times she's watched it, but I think she's like, oh, I can, I can kind of see that happening. But Chidi is just like, no, like, I don't at all. Like, what is this? You know, like, it's so I don't know. Maybe he'll change sometime in the future in this timeline, this little area. But for now, maybe I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. Oh God! Well, Michael comes in. He and Eleanor have a nice little ethics talk, and they both agree at the end of it that, you know what, we're really starting to click as a group. Things are things are really getting back to normal. This is uh, this is looking good. Just like we talked about last time, everything's seeming to resolve itself. Michael heads back to his office, and guess who's waiting inside? Sean Fremulon. What? <laughs> Every time. Yeah, right before. Every damn time. (laughs) Right before he goes to the office, I was like, okay, this is a nice little tie up for like all the stuff. Like, it's like, oh, okay, this this is nice. Where are they going to take it now? Like, where could they? I literally thought on the way to his office, I was like, where are they going to take it now? And look who's in his office. I was like, oh, well, okay. I I (laughs) could not call that. Whatever. Hate the show, but I love the show. What is Sean doing (laughs) there? What is he doing there? Exactly. What is he doing there? Right. Will we see more Derek? I want to see more Derek. Hopefully. He's not all the way dead, sort of. Derek? Um, <laughs> Derek? What's go will they find out where's Vic what's her name? Vicky? The Vicky. the mean one. What's going yep. on? Yep. We're gonna have to wait another week. And I'm kinda mad. But the question really is, is this whole thing gonna get blown up anyways? Because Sean's there. Yeah. How can they keep up the charade when Sean's there and Sean's clearly looking through some paper? This. All right. There's a packet. Until next week, guys. This was a fun one. Ah. Thank you Thanks, so everyone. much for joining us on this journey week after week. Everything is fine. A good place podcast. That's us, who we are. When next week, Monday times, Derek. <laughs>
Hey, Roy. Uh, no, sorry. We release this podcast every Monday. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be back Monday. again next Monday. And we hope you guys will join us. But in between, come on the Facebook discussion group and join us there. Everything is fine. Search that on the Facebook search bar. Go at everything is fine podcast on Instagram and go to at everything. Nope. That's not it. At Nerdy Things Pod on all the social medias as well as www.nerdythingspod.com. You know what you would guys. be awesome what? and what would make Kevin really happy? And if you want to see Kevin smile, is if Uh-oh. you'd leave us an iTunes review because we would love Ooh. iTunes review. Yay. We don't talk about that a whole lot, but that really helps you know people find us. If there's a lot of people listening, if you listen to us on iTunes or listen to us anywhere else that they have a space to review, leave us a review. Or whatever stars, you can rate us one to five stars and leave us a little thing. And we'll read them on the show. We'll read uh, what you say. Hopefully nice things. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Whatever. But just leave us a review. And that would help uh, other people find us. And more discussion in the groups and stuff like that. We know you love us. Sounds so good. just tell the world. But uh, well, thank you guys so much Me for and Kevin us. both killed you. So, well, well, you know. Thanks, gonna everyone. We're going to gloss over that. But thank you guys for joining <laughs> us. It's been fun, as always. I'm Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.